Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. July is a rocking and we are rolling into more action here for the Midwest Wrestling and your boy High Five Tom is here to tell you all about it. First, ICW Milwaukee is back at the bar in West Alaka, Wisconsin on Friday, July 15th with their show All-American Violence. Stay tuned after the promo to hear me and Jerry chop it up about the stack card of certified bangers. But we've got Eric Dillinger, Jerry Daniels, CJ Cole, just to name a few on the card. Then, AAW is back, baby, July 15th at the legendary 15 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park with their show, The Independence, The Independence Day. I also have my boy Trent on to tell the Holly Fivers and High Fivers all about it. However, already announced on the card, we've got Manders and Yehai battle to see who gets to face the champ, Matt Fitchett, later in the night. Also on the card, Silas Young, Sierra, Braden Lee, Davey Vega, Hartenbauer, and so many more. Then, Chicago-style wrestling is back with their show I've Got Troubles Wall-to-Wall, July 15th at the American Legion in Franklin Park, Illinois, with a debuting Davey Richards. ACW is back with shows on July 15th and July 17th. Powell is also back with their show Saturday Night Fights, July 16th at the T-Wood in Wooddale, Illinois. On the card, we have Moondog Murray, Mateo Valentine, Jimmy Blaze, and many more. Uh, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling is all over this month, and I mean that in a good way, but check out their Facebook page for more details. Rockford Damage Incorporated Pro Wrestling, Saturday, July 23rd at the Teamsters Hall 533 in Rockford, Illinois. A huge card featuring Dysfunction, Tiny, High Five Time Gus Moon Dog Murray, and a main event of James Storm versus Tom Latimer. Then, now we've got Now That's Wrestling, July Saturday, July 23rd at the American Legion Post in Green Bay, their show Runaway Train. On the card, we have a debuting Bird Kingdom, TW3, Devin Drake, and High Five Tom favorite, Jaden Mercer. Warrior Wrestling returns at the Stadium Series in Chicago Heights, also Saturday, July 23rd, highlighted by a Warrior Women's Championship match with Athena and Kyler Ray, and many more to be announced. But to wrap up the month, we have ICW Milwaukee's largest show of the year with the Insane 8 on July 31st at the Elks Lodge in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Stay tuned as Dysfunction gets Jerry and I more information about the card. But we have in the tournament, we've got Vic Capri, Remington Roar, Mickey Knuckles, Jeff King, Eric Dillinger, Neil Diamond Cutter, Orin Vites coming home, and Akira. Jerry's going to be back on in two weeks as we dive into that card. And a reminder, we are heading back to Lapico for ICW Milwaukee on August 21st. There's a good chance there's a VFTR and Midwestern Wrestling Roundup reunion in the, in the works. And also, uh, Battle Ben is returning with another Battle Tested Pro, this time for the Hawkeye Help Heroes Foundation, uh, Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, August 28th at Kane's Bar and Grill in West Dallas, Wisconsin. Uh, stay tuned for details on that show, but I have included in the link on the bottom uh, to if you want to see more about what Hawkeye's here is about. Uh, in a nutshell, they are just getting uh, support animals for uh, veterans in the local community. But you know, if you look up on the Facebook page, I'll tell you a little bit more. Uh, but that's what I've got for you this week. Uh, stay tuned for my conversation with Jerry. Thank you so much, High Fivers. What up, High Flyers and High Fivers? Your boy, High Five Tom. And like I talked about earlier in the promo, we've got our uh, very good friend of VFTR and Midwestern Wrestling, our, our favorite uh, our favorite ref, Jerry. Jerry, how are you doing tonight, my friend? We're doing damn good. How are you doing? I am. Well, now, Jerry, that I'm getting to talk to you about some ICW, my life has just gotten a little bit better. So that's always good. So Life is good. Yeah. So we've got another show coming up uh, Friday, July 15th. We're back at the bar. Uh, this time for all American violence. So, uh, so Jerry. So the first match we got on here. So we got Eric Dillinger in his first title defense versus Gary J. Should be a good one. I don't know much about J, but if Kurt is going to bring him in to go against uh, Dillinger, you know he has to be good. Um, Kurt just 
just doesn't bring in anybody. Champions don't have fluff matches. They don't. They're going against some hard people, hard wrestlers coming in, whether it be the men or the women. Um, so yeah, it should be a pretty good one. You know, he's on a roll right now. He's been been red hot since he's been in CW. So we'll see what Dillinger does. Yeah, I mean, he started off with that, that three-part series with CJ, and those two just beat the piss out of each other. So, um, definitely, Eric Dillinger is definitely probably your uh, ICW breakout star of 2022 so far. Well, right now, for sure, I would say. He is rocking it like no one else. Yeah, um, big fan. And listen, I have been fortunate enough to see Gary J a couple times. And, dude, I mean, these two are built for each other. They really are. Um, the only difference is that Dillinger's got a brown beard and Gary J's got a red beard. Uh, well, that and Dillinger's got the short one, and yeah. he's got the long one. So, um, yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. So, I mean, uh, yeah, watch out for that one. So, um, and then let's see, what we got here uh, for the Midwest Championship. Uh, we've got also Turco versus Gunner Wicks. It should be pretty good. If fans remember from last month, um, you know, after Gunner beat Raven, he was looking to you know do a little extra curricular activities and violence on her, and also came out to kind of uh, put Gunner in his place and throw down a challenge for him. Yeah, and um, obviously he just got through that uh, you know that violence series with Juan, and obviously you know he just lost uh, the alternative title, so he's uh, he's got his eye on some more gold. So so it's good to see also Turco and obviously Gunner. You know, Gunner's Gunner. He's not champion because he, you know, he lucked into it. So, should be a good one. So, that two big guys going to be throwing some, you know, fists and big boots at each other. So, yeah, this see is, how that ring holds out. Yeah, this uh, this card is stacked with fucking slobber knockers from left to right. So, um, and then you know, I know we're going through all the title matches here first, uh, but we've got Marjax, <laughs> the new combination of. Uh, of Marman and Jared Jacks versus uh, what's it? Oh, Evil Inside, insane or Evil Insane? I'm sorry, I know worse. So yeah, you got uh, so you got Mario Cravello, Marman, and Jared Jacks, Mister Eight Pack against Demented One, Chucky Bates, and I don't know what's wrong with him now, but Sean Priest, who's never right in the head. Yeah. So you're gonna have two different styles clashing. You're going to have a very technical style with Marman and Jared going in there, moves, holds. Then with Chucky and Sean, they're going to have a lot of punching, kicking, beating, scratching. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two teams face off against each other and how they fare off against each other. Yeah, and it, well, obviously, you know, Marman and Jared have the the. I mean, they've been together as a team. I'm sure they've teamed throughout the years. I mean, they've got the experience edge. And obviously, Chucky and uh, Sean, our new uh, new team, kind of created out of necessity uh, with the Drake Dynasty. But uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. It's your classic, you know, the the wily veterans versus the, the the two young guns. I mean, I know Sean Priest has been while around for a little bit while, but you know, obviously, uh, you know, Marman and Jared are both ICW originals. So, I'm gonna see what happens with those guys. There's definitely no love lost there. Yeah, and like, like you said, they should really probably call themselves Team Eight Pack between you know Marman and Jared Jacks. They're both you know haven't seen the carver in a couple of years. So, um, but what we got next here is um, the person that shares a birthday with me, Mister Neil Diamond Cutter, uh, versus the returning Anakin Murphy. So I know Anakin showed up a couple times, but it's been a while. Um, but yeah, and I don't. I assume this doesn't have any stakes or anything. Obviously, you know Neil's got the instant A title and everything still from last year. So here's the interesting thing about that. Um, I do remember back, and I don't know if this stipulation still holds, but Dysfunction uh, came up with Insane Eight uh, tournament, and we had the title. He mentioned that whenever the champion does a death match, it's on the line. So I'm not quite sure. So this could be, oh, if. Anakin Murphy upsets Neil Diamond Cutter. I'd have to check on it, but he may take his spot in the St. 8 tournament. Whoa. I know, I remember hearing uh, talk about the title. If it's, it's a death match and always on the line. So that would be the case. Your, one of your odds-on favorites for the Insane 8 would be out. We would have a relative newcomer with Anakin Murphy coming in to the Insane 8 to defend it. So. Interesting. Yeah, because I know Anakin showed up a couple times when we were still over at uh, 
you know, Tanner Paul. So, I mean, uh, don't let looks deceive you. I mean, it looks like it's kind of a little kid, but the kid's tougher than nails. So, should be fun. Uh, and then a match I've been looking forward to. I'm, obviously, I'm looking forward to all of this, but you're, these are literally six of my favorites. So, we got Juan and Nell versus Blazing Ben and Troy, not Tim Storm, versus uh, the Says Crew. Of all Armando Alvarez and Simon says in a three-way match. This is definitely a, a clash of styles with them. You have uh, some high flyers, you got powerhouses, and then you have a powerhouse and a high flyer. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see which style and combination works. Kind of got all of them right in that match. Uh, definitely some fan favorites there. Uh, definitely some hated there, especially yeah. with... Uh, Prince of Lucha, no love lost there between him and any of the fans. <laughs> yeah, and I should have said it was six of my favorites, but I didn't say if it's whether it's favorites to cheer or favorites to boo. So we'll we'll let the high fivers figure out which one's which, but I'm sure they can figure that out if they know anything about me. So yeah, this is gonna be a lot. Of, I mean, Simon and, and Armando, I mean, they've been taken, you know, for, for a couple months now. And obviously Blazing Bill and Troy uh, you know took the L last month, so and he obviously wanted no. I mean, they're always dangerous. So, oh, yeah, both veterans there. Yeah, and and you know, basically, I mean, I don't mean to play Mister Booking Committee, but obviously, whoever wins that match probably has a title shot in their future. I'm thinking they're definitely one of the top contenders of it. Be very high in that ranking for CW tag teams. Yeah, and, and um, I'm glad to see Troy and uh, and Ben together, man. That's gonna be a fun tag team. So, um. And then next we've got Rough Rider Rashad versus uh, Trevor Gordon LLC, whatever gimmick he wants to do this uh, this month. Probably soap again. He'll probably have soap. He'll be trying to pedal. Yep. I think he would pedal. learn his lesson by now, but that boy ain't right in the head. You know, he is he is the world's greatest used soap salesman, but he might be the only one. So yeah, I'm thinking so because I, I I've never seen anyone else. So he's eating more soap than I did as a child for swearing. So that's saying a lot. So that, oh, that is that's saying a awful lot. <laughs> um, but I don't know much about Rough Riders. So I mean, he's a um, you know he's an old school guy coming back, right? He is. Um, I have seen him tag with uh, Killer Cast Carter quite a bit in other places. So I definitely have a veteran there, and we're going to see what's going to happen. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you guys saw him tag with Kaz in, um, I think, in Legacy, I think. so. Um, but then we've got Raven Reddix versus Mystery Pullman, uh, Opponent from Bobby V. Stud Stable. Well, I, I don't know what he's going to have in that STD stable, but <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot the U in there. Sorry. The no. U somewhere in that STD. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, you got any guesses on, on the mystery opponent there, there, Jerry? You got any inside information for us? Or? That I don't. Um, i kind of a little you know, cautious around uh, Bobby V. He's, he's definitely an interesting character, and I don't know. He just screams dirty, and it's just, I just when I'm next to him, I feel like I need to go wash everything. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and obviously after Raven had this uh, this rivalry with Gunner and their split and everything, she's looking to get back on top. So we'll uh, we'll see who the big mystery point is going to be. Um, but also speaking of which, it looks like Val Malone's got a new client. That would be interesting. She's managed so many champions. We're going to see who's going to get the luxury of having her as their manager. Because if she takes them under her wing, it's one of those – Someone that normally is going to head straight to the top. They're not going to wait around lower card and mid card too much. They're usually going to be in a title hunt pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, Val Malone's obviously, a, you know, an ICW original. And, yeah, her list of, of clients that have succeeded very, very well in ICW. So it'd be interesting if she's bringing in a new client or if she's bringing in a previous client. So we'll see. Gets, yeah, I guess everyone's got to it on a Friday. Um, and then lastly, before we get to our main event, um, does look like Lennox Leone uh, is making his debut. I've seen Lennox uh, for Janesville Wrestling, uh, for Fourth Wall. So, um, like we talked about earlier, you know, um, Kurt or Dysfunction does not bring in, you know, any fluff talent. No, that he does not. You know, so, um, you know, Lennox has always looked good. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting and see who they pits him up against. So I have seen him at, I believe it was fourth wall wrestling. Yep. I believe I refed a match of his there. Yeah. Ref so many matches and so many wrestlers and talents trying to remember who I saw, where it's about impossible. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know how you guys do well. And plus, yeah, and I just watched the matches, So I barely even remember halftime. So, um, but Jerry, our main event, something yes. I personally am very, 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 very excited about. For the ICW World Championship, we've got the recently kicked out of Drake Dynasty, CJ Cole, who's been on a losing streak versus Drake Daniels. That ought to be interesting. You have a high flyer versus a powerhouse. So you're going to have CJ is going to have to hit and move, hit and move because if Daniels gets a hold of him and starts suplexing him and slamming him, it's going to be over. I mean, that guy is just a beast. If he, it's, yeah. if he lays those hands on somebody, you're done. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is not hyperbole. They, I mean, just because they are literally two of my favorites uh, in the state of Wisconsin, but literally probably two of the top 10 going in the state right now, personally. So I I remember uh, way back when we were at Lapika and uh, Chad used to call Drake Daniels a Scott Steiner looking fuck. Yeah, that's uh, some shout out to us. And I just saw Chad recently. So, um, yeah, that hasn't changed. He definitely is a Scott Steiner looking fuck. You know? If anybody knows about Scott Steiner, he's dangerous and you want to piss him off. And it kind of goes the same with Drake. Yeah. Dangerous yeah that, do not want to piss look- him off. Yeah, that's not just a lookalike. I mean, that's wrestling style and everything. I mean, yeah, Drake's, Drake's a bad motherfucker, but he's going to have his hands full. You know, I know CJ's young, but, and I believe this is his first, obviously it's his first ICW title shot, uh, world title shot, but yes, um, pretty close. Um, he's held, I don't remember if he held to take Team Gold or not. Um, um, I, I remember he was with Fletch Malone for a while. Yep. And if um, but I don't think they captured the titles. I could be wrong. I would have to look. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Well, I mean, yeah, because that was kind of when Country Air was on their legendary run. So Yes, they had a hell of a run. So, um, yeah, stack card. Um, you know, unfortunately, I am missing, like we talked about in pre-production, I'm going to miss uh, my third show in three years, but I will be there in spirit, and I'll definitely be watching on, uh, you know, on the on the raw footage. But, uh, Jerry, besides um, – yeah, besides social media, where can, uh, where can people get uh, tickets? Uh, so always at the door. We usually have standing room there. Uh, some reserved seating. Normally, it sells out pretty quickly. Uh, trying to get front row and even second row by the time the show is almost impossible. Otherwise, the other thing is you can hit up uh, Dysfunction, Kurt Kruger Jr. on the Twitter, on the Facebook machine, Messenger. He <laughs> gets you tickets through there. Um, those are normally the two best places to get them. I mean, if you love ICW, normally the best thing to do for a show is to get them at the previous show. You can buy them then, get them reserved, get your seats, whether you're in the front row, the second row, whether you're standing behind the bar, whether you're standing in the back, whether you're up on the stage on the luxury couches, wherever you want to be, we got spots for you. I haven't done the couches yet, so I might have to do that one of these days. But yeah, the bar is very well constructed for ICW, so it's good to go there, so... Um, well, Jerry, per the usual, um, it's always awesome. Sorry, I'm going to miss you, but I will see you. Well, actually, I'll see you on here in a couple weeks uh, for the Insane 8, and then I'll see you live in person for the Insane 8. Very well. And I'll have uh, – and unfortunately, you're going to be missing the debut, the nature ref, Jerry Flair. So we're going to be uh, styling and profiling. I wasn't sure if you wanted to put that over, but you want to oh, tell yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. We're going to be styling and profiling. We're going to be strutting and slutting. We're going to be Uh-oh. out there. Yeah. Not be able to count to three, but by God, we're going to look damn good out there. Yeah. If folks, if you're not following Jerry on Facebook, just, just follow him. Just see this role because it is awesome. I'm, I'm bummed I'm going to miss it, but I'm stoked it's happening. So. Oh, yeah. We'll see if I can, as the fans like to say, do my fucking job. <laughs> awesome well jerry thank you so much my friend we'll talk to you soon same as you you have a great one later thanks again to jerry for coming on there real quick just tell us all about the show that's coming up on friday july 15th uh but also friday july 15th uh like i talked about earlier we've got aaw with their show all the independents and here is me and trent chopping it up about that show
What up, high fivers? Your boy, high five, Tom. And like I spoke earlier in the promo, I've got my very good friend Trent here to, to tell us about some AAW. Trent, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. As always, it's a pleasure. Of course. Yeah, it's always good. You know, I mean, you know, I'm a big AAW fan, and uh, you guys got a big show coming up this Friday. Well, Friday, July 15th. Just for Yes, me. and I'm going to be seeing you, right? You're going to be there. That's Bourbon Street. No. I oh, would... you're not. That's right. You're not at this one. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? I'll be in another time zone. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did tell me you're out of town for this one. Yeah, so, yeah, taking the what's our Christmas present? We are going uh, to the New York Asian Film Festival. That's right. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. That's that's it's gonna be fun, man. No yeah. substitute for travel. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. Yeah, we haven't been on. It's been about nine months since we've uh, been on a trip trip. So yeah, and, you're uh, due. Yeah, and uh, full disclosure, I'm definitely starting to burn out a little bit in life. So it'll be good to unplug from the matrix for for most six. Absolutely. Days. And then, of course, two weeks after that, we're going to Idaho for ten days. So <laughs> Idaho. For for fun for family what's uh family so um that's where the wife's from um but yeah we're, oh, wow. my, dad's, my dad's doing a family reunion at the lodge I used to work at so yeah my okay. dad's wife and then um unfortunately one of her kids couldn't make it because they got a new baby and then my brother and my nephew yeah my family's weird so we'll just say that so but uh speaking of uh shows so the after this one the September first is the next show right. Next one is September 1st. Yeah, it's going to be the big one. Destination Chicago. Okay. That's the big one. I will be there. I'm hopefully the wife will be in tow. Um, I know it's Logan Square. I mean, I do like Logan Square, but I mean, we've talked about before, you know, Bourbon Street is my favorite. So the thing, thing is, at least if, if there's if there's any shows, I got to tell the fans if that Bourbon Street kind of deters people from it being in the city. A lot of people don't live in the city don't like to come to the city and that's understandable but there's any show you're going to go to that one has to be the one destination chicago destination chicago on september 1st because we're the company that kicks off the festivities for the all-out weekend so we run, we're the first one to run so everybody's in town that's all i say every year there's been something cool you know <laughs> last year was uh was ruby Riot. you know she, she ruby soho so she showed up so you know, there, there's all sorts of shit going on. People are in town. Uh, and nowadays, man, they've opened all sorts of forbidden doors and, you know, broke, you know, locked closets and, you know, chain, <laughs> chain basements. So uh, you don't know who's going to show up where nowadays, man. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I was, I was planning on going anyways. I mean, you know, we are starting to build up to the gym Lyman. So, so, which I'll be there. So, yeah. So, and then is, is the Windy City Classic, is that November or December this year? Is it back to the Thanksgiving weekend? I think so. I can, uh, I can let you know. I got the, I got a schedule that I could take a look. I'll show you. I'll tell you right now, actually. Hold on. I got it. I got it right here. I can give you, I can give you, the, I can give you all the remaining dates actually right now, uh, live on the air. So what we got coming up, we got this one here, July 15th at Bourbon and we got September 1st at Logan. Then we got the line, line uh, October 14th and 15th at Logan this year also. Nice. Uh, November 25th is going to be Bourbon, and I believe uh, December and then December 30th. But I think the classic is going to be the December date, man. It's back at Logan. We got more Logan this year than anything. Okay. I, yeah. I just might hit up, yeah, all the remaining shows for the year, so we'll see how. Yeah. After all I, these trips on the budget, <laughs> the budget is, so... That too, man. Money's tight. We understand. We just did a promo code too for anybody. Uh, just to, if you, if you you know need us some incentive to buy some tickets or some GA tickets, uh, you can get five bucks off. You know, so there's a little little promo code today. Promo code save now at awpro.com. Uh, the ticket link is in there. Yeah, and I'll put and actually I'll put that link into in with uh, with the episode here. So okay, um, cool. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be watching. It might be a few days late because I'll be unplugged from the Matrix, but I I have purchased. It is waiting in my queue on Fight TV. So beautiful. All right, cool, man. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it, man. I, I know we had some Fight TV issues last time with the building and the stream, so we apologize to everybody about those. We're uh, we're good to go now, man. We we invested in some more equipment, so we'll never be reliant on the building to to cover the internet again. Well, we got our own deal going on, so we're fine. Nice. So, well, yeah. you are, uh, you got a pretty stacked card here for us, wherever, wherever you want to start. Oh, man. You know, we can, uh, I'd like to focus on the women, man. 
Okay. We got a lot of women coming into the show. We got an amazing women's roster. Uh, champion Christy Janes. Yep. Uh, who, who's going? I mean, absolutely. Let's just talk aesthetically. She's absolutely stunning. Like Christy Janes is like you see her, and she's a star. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She walks in, and like every head turns to look at her. No bullshit. Like that's. I remember the first time she worked for us in, in Austin, Texas. She walked into the room and every every head turned. It was that it was the airport test, you know. Everybody's head turned, um, and the fact that she's a champion now, I, I love it. I think she's a, she's a great champ and um, toughest man. Yeah, yeah, toughest. She's a tough chick. She's a, she's almost a little too tough. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you doing? Like backbreakers on the bottles for <laughs> what the fucking drama? You're like this, you know. What are you doing? So I don't. Know. She's nuts. But um, but she's she's awesome. But she's gonna be taking. I had the reckless. We got the number one contendership by beating your girl Sierra. Yeah, so, I would uh, say that. You know, you know how but, I feel about that. But yeah, well, we'll get to Sierra in a second. I um, but Heather's got her shot. And Heather's black and brave. She's part of Black and Brave School. Well deserved. Uh, she's been all over the place. So she's making a lot of rounds, man. She's a te- she's a wee little thing, you know. She's maybe maybe five feet at yeah. the most. But she's uh, she's great. She's, she's definitely got a long career ahead of her. It's been fun to work with her on stuff, and uh, I'm excited to see this one because I don't think they've ever wrestled each other before. Nice. So, yeah. So, Heather beats Sierra to get that shot, but Sierra is going to have another shot to get back in the game here because yes. there's a number one contender match going on. So, it's going to be Sierra, uh, Vert Vixen, who's coming back. Yeah. Ooh, I like Vert a lot. She's uh, she's awesome, too. Like, Vert's cool. Um then also uh, a returning Lady Frost, yep. who recently left Impact. So Lady Frost, you know, and we got we don't have the Impact guys on this show like Josh Alexander, Mike Bennett. They're not on this because they're running. And Ace Austin, they're running this weekend. So, but Lady Frost left Impact. So we got her. She's on the show, and then the debuting Billy Starks. So and, and that lady's got a few. I mean, she's what eighteen now, seventeen now. She started when she was 14. I get it. I can't imagine. She's not 20. I don't think she's even 20. Yeah. I mean, and she's come a long way. She's got a good, big cult following and stuff, man. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I've never seen her work. I've, I've seen clips, you know, I've never seen her in a match like live. So, you know, we're a different animal. Obviously we, we, you, you get pushed here and also we do promos. We're a big promo company. So, right. uh, my, my key is I don't care what you can do in the room. I want to see what you can do by the camera. You know, like our yeah. camera. Yeah, she's got a very, very bright future. I've got a show to my good friends over at the Shining Wizards had her on uh recently. Yeah. I mean, it was just a good 45 minute. I mean, it's a promo, you know, and you, I mean you would think that she'd been doing this for years, not just promos, but for wrestling in general. So and Lady Frost is just, I mean, you want to talk about badass chicks. I mean, Lady Frost is just top of the heap. So oh she she's awesome too. She's one of those, like, you know, she just needs to get more and more seen. By the uh, by, the world out there, man. She's very talented. Um, extremely, just she she has a, a character, a look. I mean, she's just it's. She got the impact thing was good for. Her. I just wish uh, she had longer on TV. I think she needs to be seen more. But you know what? I think she'll pop up somewhere else too. I think she'll definitely get another TV deal somewhere. She's yeah, too she, good to keep down. Yeah, and her and her husband too, man, Victor Benjamin. Yeah, talk about two people that haven't eaten a carb in the past five years. Jesus, they're both ripped to shred. I, I tell you, I tell them. I'm like, I'm like, how is it that two like almost good looking people who ever existed just ended up together? You know, like what what kind of karma do you two put out there? Like, yeah. so uh, they're they're cool. They're good people too. They're nice, nice folks. Yeah, and then obviously you know you know who I'm rooting for in this match. You know, Sierra. So it'd be good to see you know who you got to see in a different environment couple weeks ago so thanks again for coming up for icw milwaukee trent thank you for having me i had an absolute freaking blast at that show at icw we had fun times hanging with you meeting everybody seeing a bunch of new talent i tell you i'm a big marman fan after that that show man i love that guy what a what a sleaze you reminded rick rick rude (laughs) yeah yeah it was um yeah, maybe one of these days you'll have to come up. Yeah, because uh, we've talked about it as promotion fourth wall. But, yeah, once things settle down this fall, um, yeah, because I just saw him, yeah, our, yeah, last Friday. So, 
I lo- I like I like what they did. I love the show. I had such a blast that show. It was really cool to see everybody in the country air was there and everything too. So uh fun shit. Real fun stuff. Yeah. And then uh well, I mean, we can go a couple different directions. You got a huge uh huge car here, but uh where do you want to go next? So we got we just announced uh, Shane Hollister versus uh Davey Vega. That that got announced yesterday. That'll be cool. It's it's uh two vets, AAW veterans. Yeah. And I believe pretty well David Vega already has the um the Heritage title shot for Ace on September 1st. It's gonna be. Um so Vega, um sorry, uh Hollister is kind of like, you know, he's getting some wins, he's picked up a few wins too. So I think he's looking to get in that mix. So I don't know, man. Me personally, I think I think I and I, this is not me telling you guys what's been planned or anything. I honest to God, I I'm thinking like it'd be kind of a nice little thing if uh, well Vega puts the uh, Harris title shot on the line too for this one. You know, wow. that'd be kind of maybe <laughs> we'll have be raised. So um, well, I think it'd be interesting. and I do want to mention real quick. Speaking of Davey Vega, but in his corner, obviously um, here on the Midwest Roundup, we are huge fans of Sean Logan. Uh, but speaking of Marman, he actually just had Hartenbauer at his show. I saw that Hartenbauer debuted for uh, for fourth wall and killed it. Um, killed it. He did not get the win, unfortunately. The sleazy friend friend of uh, Midwestern Island, Asif Mitchell, uh, mm-hmm. me at Forbidden Door. Uh, they get the win under less than uh, reputable circumstances, but look great. I, I, I'm all in on Hartenbauer. That's all I'm going to say. Um, you know, you know, you know my opinion on that, but yeah, that dude's that dude's a star. I I hadn't seen it before, um, but the past couple months in this, dude's got it. So, I tell you what, I tell you what, he probably get the win because uh, his boy Sean Logan wasn't there to back him up. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. So, um, and I know he's been a guy. That, I mean, cool, like we talked about earlier, I went back and I'm you know I'm watching you know going through 2018, and obviously he's been on that cusp for a while. So I think he, I think he's ready to break out personally, but that's just me. So hard bauer has been around a long time. Uh, but you know, he, and he was a dream wave guy, you know, a small, small town, small market. I mean, his yeah. nickname was LaSalle's very own. He was a, he was a local guy. He was the local guy, you know, but there's something we saw in him and he's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, he works hard as hell. And I think people are seeing that, that this guy is the most, like, he is that guy. He is your, your guy that, you know, I'm going to, when I go to the show, I'm going to see Hardenbauer and he's our, he's ours, our guy. And, uh, and that, you know, they are guy I think goes for his, his, his home promotions, like one us being one of them. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think that, that respect for him is really starting. This last year has been a big turning point in his career, being around Johnny Bravo, yeah. learning, learning from a veteran like Bravo. You know, uh, all the some of our veterans in the back, like the guys, the impact guys, have all really taken to Mike and, and you know been very, very like complimentary of how hard he works. Like he is, he has gotten that respect of his peers very quickly over the last year. Yeah, I think where it started to turn for me uh, was that ladder match, the Winnie City Classic um, last. That was it. That, that was, was that, to me. That was the turning point for him. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, I'm stoked. I'm glad, you know, hopefully we get to see him in action. I know we didn't get the win last month, but uh, you know, and Sean Logan's great too. I, I'm a big fan of that guy too. That guy's got a price yeah. himself. So. Kid, the kid's got a great future out of him, man. Really good future. He's a good kid too. Uh, trying hard, you know. He, he, hard and bars a little hard on him, but uh, kid's <laughs> trying hard. It's good for him. <laughs> and I actually got to cheer for Helton Bar, which I've never gotten to do before because he's always a heel, but he was the good guy in this one, so. Um, and his heart the bar, rare, yeah, the rare good guy appearance for Hardenbauer. I must have been having a good weekend. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, he was. He was feeling a little bit. It was that Wisconsin air man, you know, crossing the border. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. Well, what else we got? Well, we have a title match situation going on here. So let's break this down. <laughs> Matt Fitchett is going to defend the title. Okay. But two guys, two guys are claiming um, a shot. So last show, Manders basically took claimed his shot because he's like, I racked up all the wins, plowed through everybody. It's my turn. I'm taking my shot. That's it. Called out Fitchett. As far as we knew, that was going to be the match. That was going to be Fitchett and uh, Manders. 
until Fred Yehag came along <laughs> and, uh, and um, first he beat Harum, and then he uh, he got on the microphone and he he said, "What what is this? I hear that Manders is taking a shot against Fitch." He goes, "I haven't even had my rematch yet." And then he sees Manders in the balcony and they start going at it, yeah, like, and from the balcony of the ring, and it was a sight to see. Like if you're in the room. It was a cool sight to see, like Manders leaning over and yelling, and mm-hmm. Fred on the mic in the ring, and it was a cool vision. So, uh, a really cool, uh, really cool time uh, to, to be in the title picture because now what we, what's come of it is it's going to be Fred, Yehi, and Manders taking you know, kicking off the show, and the winner faces Fitchett later on the evening. So. That's crazy, and it's it's usually the, that's usually a fidget thing. So you know, going in the hard way, but you know, we'll well, see, you know anything of the left of those two after that yeah. match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're, you're talking a real hard hitting match to kick it, and um, one guy's gonna work twice. So uh, one guy's gonna go tired against a fresh fidget. Yeah. Keep that in mind. There's a lot going on here. So um, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, July. I think statistically. I want to say we've had the most AW title defenses that have occurred in the month of July consistently. Really? Yeah. yeah. I believe that's the stats I was looking at. I can, I definitely got to double check some of it, but I believe July has always been consistently like the, the most like title defense defenses and matches have occurred in July over the, over, you know, almost 19 years. So it's uh it's kind of fun. Like July has always been a great, this show is called the independence day. Uh, historically, it was called United We Stand or Scars and Stripes. That's what the July used to be called. So it was always the very July shows were always very, very special in the AW history. Scars and Stripes era, United We Stand. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff always happens at this show. So this is another one where it's going to be like some title memories, you know, because uh, I think I think whoever ends up fighting Fitchett, it's going to be a good match. Um, yeah, and if I mean, listen, normally I would bag on a champion, you know, limp, not limping, but I mean, taking, but if anyone's earned that right, it's Matt Fitchett. Yeah, you yeah, Fitchett, dude, the guy, the guy, you know, and he's not an indie darling, like, he's not one of those guys looked Which at, he should be, but that's he should right. be, he should be cuts one of the best promos out there. He's one of the great, but you know, he's uh, I think, I think part of that comes with being at a different stage in life, too. Like, his, you know, he's he's a father, he's a a husband, so yeah, he's not the kind of guy who's gonna spend all day on Twitter getting himself over. You know, what I mean, and he's on there, but you know, the guys who are indie darlings that they're, you know, there's a lot of gifts and photos and shit. I mean, he's out there doing it, but he'd have to double it. And I think at his stage in life, he's he's growing at the clip he can grow at while being loyal to the family and doing doing his career and everything. So, um, but he's no slouch, man. The guys freaking amazing to watch oh yeah it's in and the thing with Fitchett though yeah he may do a two-minute promo but he will fit more emotion in that two minutes than most people oh yeah more promo so watch the last one watch yeah. the last promo it's been so good it is one of the most intense things i've ever seen you know like a promo is great when it's believable when you kind of forget that it's wrestling for a little minute for a minute and you're you think about this being a real life and yeah. you're like Oh, like, and I, and that's the promo where I, for that moment, it clicked and I was like, Oh shit. Like, all right. I had to shake myself back for a second. Like, Oh, okay. This is a, <laughs> an interview. There's, there's like only a few guys who do that for me, man. Like, like, you know, Russ Jones is another one, you know, I hear Russ Jones talk and I, uh, you know, I kind of lose myself in a minute. Like, fuck, man, cause this, the dude's convincing. He looks, he looks like he's going to fucking kill me through the camera sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, AEW. I mean, I want to say it's talkful, but there's, but yeah, listen. Obviously, Shaft, um, Russ Jones, and Matt yeah. pitches on another level. And if I'm not mistaken, I think United We Stand was was that the Alexander Yehi 60 minute marathon last year. I think that was in United. I think so. That was at Logan, and I don't think that was uh, United We Stand. Though. I don't. I don't think so. I think that was. Uh, oh man, what was that show called? God, you know, there's so many shows now. I'd have to look, but that was that was a match, man. Just to just to put it out there, that's a match I, I felt should have been a lot more uh, appreciated for what it was. And I think it's going to go down as an indie, cla- like a cult classic. It should. 
And I think, uh, I think the only way to do that, I think we may need to kind of give that away for free on YouTube and, and show people like, Hey, you missed this. This was one of those, those, those cult classic matches that I think if you weren't in the room, you couldn't really understand how yeah. important that, sh- that match was, you know? Um, no. I wasn't, I wasn't, I definitely did watch it, you know, um, live, but you know, and everybody involved, I mean, this is a 60 minute to two guys, not no offense to, just, you know, Hitman and Shawn Michaels, but yeah, they had a great 60 minute match. But these two killed each other for 60 minutes. And I do want to show two other people in that match though, but obviously perch, uh, in there that whole time, you know, and then Tyler Voles keeping, you know, cause I obviously in this environment, people don't can't focus for 60 minutes. When it's wrestling, I can. But Tyler did a great job of keeping everybody engaged in that match. So yeah, if, if you can Absolutely. find your way to find that match, um, I talked about it before. It's yeah, it's a call. It's a great way to put a call classic. So I'll tell you what, uh, Perch when he came back, uh, his referee shirt was was dripping with sweat. It, that's how intense that match was. Yeah, to the point where the referee, I mean, you could wring his shirt out. Put it that way, you know, like it was. That intense of a match, man. It was bananas how, how crazy that one was. And, yeah, Tyler, at the end, of, you can hear Tyler, his voice. I mean, that's the last match of the night. I mean, he is he is pushing any little bit of voice he's got left. It's just, you know, he's trying to get that get that show out. And he, he went to the brink yeah. of it all, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I just want to say that public here. And, obviously, you know, I mean, obviously, we know Nick. But, I mean, all the, all the camera guys, too, just, I mean, that was – that was a that was a pinnacle of AEW. And last year was a great year for you guys. So, yeah, thank you. It was a bounce back year, man. I mean, after the after the uh, the shutdown, the pandemic, the shutdown, everything. You know, it's been it's been a consistent rebuild for a lot of companies. You know, a lot of companies couldn't go back to their old way, and you had to try new things. You got to you had to try uh, changing shit up. So there was a lot of things we had to really adjust to that. And you know what? Look. And money's now it's like money's tight, you know, and money's tight. You got to, if people are going to spend their money on you, you got to really give them their bang for their buck. Because yeah. if you don't, if some guy's got, you know, he gets paid after his bills are paid, he's only got a couple hundred bucks for enjoyment in the month for entertainment. And you're asking for tickets from somebody like that, you know, 50 bucks, whatever it is. If you strike out and that guy doesn't get what he feels is $50 worth of a, of a show, yeah, man, you got you're you're re- rarely can you expect him to come back because he's like, man, if I only got this much to play with, I'm gonna go somewhere else. And if they can't nail it, so our goal is to is to really give you everything we can, man. And, and that's one thing we always try. Like in this show coming up, and we we added so many more. You know, um, Richard Holiday had to drop off due to due to um, some personal reasons, but you know, we got everybody on here. You know, what I mean, like Chef Russ Jones. Uh, everybody we already mentioned. Um, Girls, Garvin's you know, back. Garvin's there. You know, Beef's going to be there. Who's on a who's on a complete tear? Uh, we got the tag title match: ACH and Josh Seat going against Hammerstone and Ace Perry, That's, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, let's let's break that one down a little bit. So obviously, um, you know, I'm I'm a huge ACH fan. That was one of the first guys that really drove me to AAW. Um, he was still champ when I started watching. Uh, but pairing him with Josh Seat. Um, but dude, I mean, Hammerstone and Perry, they may not look like it, but they're becoming a very, very formidable team. They're actually becoming a team. Two guys who, who never, uh, I don't think they even met prior to AAW. Yeah. And it was like, how's it going? I think I, I, but I remember it's how's it going. Um, I'm Ace. How's it going? I'm Hammerstone. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. okay. okay. And I mean, they, from day one, it it kind of was like this odd couple, but man, it worked. And now they're just like they're clicking. We're fucking like we're we're here, you know. So I'm I'm a big fan of that tag team. Like they they haven't truly been marketing themselves as a tag team because they're both solo guys elsewhere. But um, in retrospect, I think uh, I wish we, I wish I could have sat down and said, guys, I think I think we have to maybe make some t shirts for you too because yeah. you guys have a. You guys have really become a team, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously the same thing with ACH and Josh C. Not necessarily thrown together, but came together through through circumstances, but very melding very, very well. Yeah, it's the mentor-mentee thing, you know? Uh, 
ACH takes that very serious. Like he, he sees a lot of himself in Jossie and, and that, and that's for real. Yeah. You know, he sees a young kind of a brash kid um, going, trying to fit in a lot. And I've seen it personally where, where, where ACH will take John in the back and he'll say, look, you got to slow down. You got to, got to do this. You got to think about why you're doing this. This like, he's literally being a coach. I mean, ACH isn't that much older. I mean, I mean, he's older than Jossie, but you know, wrestling veteran terms, he's he's definitely more of a veteran because he's in his thirties and Jaws in his twenties. But I've seen him where he's like, you need to think. He's like, you know, think about why you're doing this. Think about why this is happening. And I'm like, it's interesting to see that because he's molding this kid. Yeah. And and this is now his mentee that he's taking a lot of pride in. So I think it's uh, it's really cool, man. It's really cool to see that happening and having the mentor mentee thing happening. Yeah, this is this, this show. I have a feeling that match is really going to kind of steal the show. I, I do too. I think it's going to be a hard one to follow. Like whoever's after that, it's like, man, honestly, put in some extra time because I feel like those guys are really going to give an extra bit because there's something to prove in that, in that match. Hey, you know, what? let me say this, Tom. In any of these matches, one of the things you people got to realize, like, okay, cats out of the bag. We know everything about wrestling. We everybody knows everything. But the, the one thing nobody knows is how much there's to prove. Like the, the aspect of how much there is to prove in these matches is real. Um, like these guys are athletes, and yeah, we were. It's a show, and and but man, like there is still a level of performance that people have to prove themselves to. Yeah. That's expected of them. It's like man, you you look at AC, you expect a level out of him that's like here. You know, it's way up here. And anything less than that is like, eh, it wasn't a great night for AC. But so it's like they have they have to live up to this. And now you got Ja, who's who's a young version of that, who's like, well, I'm a fucking ACH, you know, like I can't let I gotta bring my game up now. And then you got guys like Hammerstone and Ace who are like, you know, there is still a pride of holding championships and being oh, yeah. a part of that. And they've been doing it for a while and now they're coming out and saying, well, we're, we're champions here. We've got to look good doing it. We've been put as a team. We've been out here established as a team. We got to show that we can hang with these guys too. Yeah. And then the, the vice versa, they can hang with us. Dude, they're like that performance level, that performance um, uh, push that people give themselves, I think is, is something that a lot of, a lot of fans don't realize how important it is to these guys, how much they truly push themselves just for the sake of that credibility to show, Hey man, I can hang, I get, I can, I can hang with this caliber of yeah. athlete and show. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, that, that's going to be, I said, that's my, my pick for the, for match of the night. But um, also did I see announced that there's a Silas young versus Braden Lee, both with mystery partner tag team match going on too. that get announced today. Just got announced. So here's the thing with that one. So last month, as you know, the crowd was interesting because first they hate. So Silas and Braden, it was like, it was a veteran versus a kid. And they, he, Faust is like, you know, what the hell do you know? You're, you're, you're not a real man. You know, you're, doing all shit. you're a punk, you know what you're doing. And then you got Braden who's lit. I mean, this is, this is for real. Like I'm, I'm going to put everything on the table. Braden Lee's a, he, to compared to Silas, like Silas, you know, Silas could be his, his dad. Yeah. And that's not a joke. Like he can be his dad. Braden's 20 years old, 21 years old. Okay. Like, Silas has a kid who's not that much older, younger than Braden Lee. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this was a veteran rookie face-off. And, you know, they're going at it. They start John on the mic last show. The crowd turns on Braden at one point because, you know, he's got a high-pitched voice. And they kind of looked at it like, oh, look at this kid. By the end of that fucking match, Braden Lee owned the goddamn room. That's yeah. what blew my mind. They hated this kid. And through the whole match, and by the end of it, they were on their feet, Chad and Braden and Braden and Braden. And Silas Young, literally, you can look on camera, he wins the match, but he looks at this kid like, I didn't expect to be taken to that level. Yeah. And um, this is cool. I mean, I think in loss, that kid got more respect than 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 if, even if he won the match. Yeah. And I, it's awesome, man. That was very, yeah, that was a very interesting roller coaster ride um, watching on TV. So it's um, great. I'm a big Braden Lee fan, but yeah, I mean, the kid, you know, he, he took it to Silas. I mean, you know, a lesser experienced person wouldn't have won that match against Braden Lee. 
you know, dude, it's a, uh, it says a lot for both of them. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think now I, no, I, I, I can't even, I can't even speculate who the, who the mystery partners are. Can't even tell you. Oh yeah. I got I, no idea. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to, yeah, I'm not even going to ask. So I'll wait till hopefully I can stay spoiler free until I plug back into the matrix. So yeah, hopefully you can. Uh, I got no idea. Silas the pretty Silas the loner man. He 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 says fuck all to everybody. He doesn't. He, Silas Young. What you people see about Silas Young? That dude is is a badass veteran, grizzled fucking. That that's a man's man right there. And yeah. <laughs> he don't he doesn't need anybody. He has the thing. He does. He don't need nobody. That that guy. I can see Silas pulling some shit where he's like, I don't even need a partner. I won't be your ass by myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I can see Silas doing it. He's the type that he's like, I don't fucking need anybody, you know, like, but, yeah. but, uh, I'm dying to know who it ends up being. I think whoever it is, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good time. So, um, I, again, so- out, out to prove their stakes, the, the kid truly in real life, has his out to prove. He has something to prove. Yeah. He got made at that last show at Logan Square. Now it's like, look, you're in the suburbs now. You're in a different town. This is a bit different kind of crowd here. South side versus north side. This is a much more hard-nosed brawler type of crowd. Yeah. You got you got to bring it to this show in a different way to get over with these people now. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting though. So I'm, you know, I'm bummed I'm going to miss it, but you know, I'll be there in spirit and you know, I'll be watching uh you know, later on, but, um, real quick. So obviously I'll put all the links, but where can people pick up tickets if they do want to go live? AWPro.com, man. The link is there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll put that on there and, um, real quick. And so the next show is September 1st, like we discussed, uh, the destination Chicago, when do tickets go on sale for that? Do you know? They'll be probably the week after this show. I'm going to try to see if we can get them on sale, like the next day, like I'm talking like Saturday. Yeah, we can get them on so Saturday. Uh, it'd be nice. I, I think they might weigh a little bit. Um, so just stay tuned on that one. Most likely the week after. Okay. Uh, after the show, they'll be on sale. We still want, you know, we got lock on, lock in some stuff for that one as well. But uh, yes, yeah, first the one after that. But yeah, stay tuned. Definitely a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, there's, there's there's some cool shit planned for for Indi- uh, the Independence Day. So I um. I definitely urge everybody go get go get some tickets, get some GAs if you want. Just want to come check it out. Save now as a promo code, five bucks. Yeah, that money you'll save. You can buy a beer, save five bucks. You get uh, get a ticket, hang out. You get to meet all the wrestlers. Like a bag, put the backdrop up. The backdrop's gonna be up. Take a picture. Champions yeah. will be there. We'll take a picture with the champs. Uh, picture with the belts. You know all that stuff. They'll all be around. Hang out. Just have a good time. It's a party. Bourbon Street's party. The yeah. place itself is a party. They got bars. They got dance floors. They got food. Like, get there early. Take the yeah. take a few hours. Like, get there early and hang out. Like, you know, just come have lunch. Yeah, just because it's on Bourbon Street doesn't mean it's not Bourbon Street. If you know what I'm saying, that kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a party bar. So, so we, there's well, a group. You know, I'm bummed. I'm gonna miss you, buddy. You know, I'll be there. Yeah, I miss you too, man. Well, we'll hang out again. We'll I'll come up by you one of these days again. We'll uh, we'll do a show up by you then in, in the meantime. So let me know what you got going in August. I'll come up hang out. Okay, I'll be around. So, all right, yeah. high fivers. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this. Check out the show, and we'll talk to everybody next week. However, I'll be at several of these shows wearing my Hawaiian shirt, sport my visor, and guzzle some beer. So, if you see me stop by and say hi, your next drink is on me, leaded or unleaded. Also, if any promoters or wrestlers have anything they'd like Tom to put over, please tweet me at High Five Tom. That's the number five, not five spelled out. I know there are a lot of amazing shows that I may have missed, so please let me know, and I would love to put them over. Lastly, a friendly reminder from High Five Tom and Visionaries Global Media to all fans. Remember, all cards are subject to change. Thank you so much, High Fiver. See you next week.